This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale, live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Happy Thanksgiving 2015 to our listeners of the American Variety Network. Enjoy your turkey and get ready for some Christmas shopping right after your meal. Good Monday evening, everyone, and welcome to... The American Variety Network, episode number 240. We are just 10 episodes away from our 250th episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Alice Cardinelli, and this is an episode of the In Your Face talk show. Now, tonight, live on the In Your Face talk show... I'm going to be discussing social social media and the internet. Now, let's face it. I bet all of you listening to the show right now either have a Facebook, Twitter, or some social media account set up. And, let's face it, I bet most of you are scrolling through Facebook while listening to this show. So I know that social media is very important to all of you, my listeners. It's also very important to me. So I figure doing the show on social media would be a good show idea for a Monday afternoon show. So some of the topics I plan to touch on tonight are as follows. I will talk about the different social media sites and the good and bad of each of them. I'm going to talk about all your favorite social media sites, whether they be Facebook, Twitter, Skype, YouTube, Google+, and much more. I'm going to tell you the good and bad of each one. I'm also going to talk about the Internet. I'm going to talk about the good things that are on the Internet and the bad things that are on the Internet. And I'm also going to talk about the dangers of the Internet and what can happen if you trust the wrong person. And last but not least, I feel this is really important to share on an Internet show. I want to talk about some famous past Internet crimes that have happened. Now, these two crimes that I'm going to talk about tonight are actually murders and rapes that have taken place on the Internet because two people believe or chatting with their best friends who turned out to be pedophiles and murderers. So these two cases are going to prove exactly why you can't trust every single one you meet online. Alright? So this is going to be a really informative show. Now if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you want to talk about why you go on social media or discuss your favorite social media sites, please feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142. That again is 1-347-989-8142. Ladies and gentlemen, the internet discussion starts right after this.
You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at one 347 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial one 347 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's one 347 Now let's get on with the show. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. Either take sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start talking about social media and the Internet right here on In Your Face Talk Show. Now, don't forget, if you like to talk about the social media websites you are a part of, or you want to talk about your favorite social media sites, please feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142. So, I want to start today's show by talking about some of the social media sites that I use so that if you are a big fan of my show or if you like my show or the simple fact that you want to get to know me as a host, you can add me on my social media sites. So here are the social media sites that I use. The first social media site I'm always on is Facebook. Now, I primarily use Facebook to connect with my family members and my friends. And fortunately for me, I've also met and made friends with some of you, my listeners, like my good friend, loyal listener, and my new best friend, Jeremy Stellhorn, and my other friend and co-host, Donovan Barger. Now, I also use Facebook to advertise my shows and share my fish with the fish-keeping lovers. So, I love Facebook. Now, if you want to add me as a friend on Facebook to talk about my show or get to know me as a person, please feel free. The name of my account is Alex Cardinelli, and right now I have a picture of a black clownfish as my avatar. And that is actually my personal black 
clownfish. So I really recommend adding me as a friend. That way you get to know me better as a person on Facebook. Now, the next social media website I use is Twitter. Now, my main goal on Twitter is to advertise my shows. But I'm not looking at getting 1 million followers like some of the big names that are on Twitter. I mean, Twitter is known for all the celebrities. I'm out there just advertising my show to get listeners. I'd love to get a million listeners rather than a million followers, if you understand where I'm coming from. Now, the next social media website I like to use is YouTube. I actually have my very own YouTube channel, and it's called Alex's Adventures. And I currently have 495 subscribers. So I am only five subscribers away from getting 500 subscribers, which actually is going to be a first for me. I've never, ever gotten 500 subscribers on anything I've done on the Internet. So I'm really excited to hopefully get 500 subs on YouTube really soon. Now, on my YouTube channel, I post videos of my saltwater fish tank. I post WWE videos, and I post random videos. There is a video for everyone on my YouTube channel, and sometimes I even post my podcast on my YouTube channel. So, I recommend you guys check out my YouTube channel on YouTube. Now, my YouTube channel is called Alex's Adventures, all right? And that also has a picture of my black clownfish, Alex's Adventures on YouTube. Now, let me fast forward back to Twitter for a second here. Uh, I want to tell you guys about my two Twitter accounts. My personal Twitter account is at AlexCardinary1, and you can follow me there. My second Twitter account is American Network One, and that is the professional radio show network. I really recommend you follow that account to get breaking news on the American Variety Network, get updates on the American Variety Network, and see who the next guest is going to be on the American Variety Network. So, at Alice Carnelli One and American Network One are my two Twitter accounts. So, back to YouTube now. Uh, like I said, I've got my own YouTube channel, and there are some wonderful channels that I watch on YouTube. Now, my personal favorite YouTube channels include Mick Jugger Nuggets. Now, this is actually a comedy YouTube channel where a 20-year-old, I think he's, he's in his 20s, I'm not sure how old he is, but I believe he's in his 20s, or he might be in his early 30s, but... I really believe he's in his 20s, somewhere in his 20s. But anyways, some man argues with his father on this uh, channel. Very funny. He gets kicked out of the house. He gets back in the house, and he fights with his dad. So I really recommend you guys check out Nuggets YouTube channel. Great channel. I like it, and I subscribe to his channel. Now, the next channel that I like is a very funny channel. And a lot of people love it, and it's a well-known channel all across the United States of America. And that channel is Angry Grandpa. Now, I want to ask you guys a question. How many of you have watched a video 
channel from Angry Grandpa's channel. I bet you 90% of you, my listeners, have all saw a video from Angry Grandpa. And uh, I think Angry Grandpa is a funny guy. He's got a great uh, sense of humor, great comedy acts. And I like it when he gets angry because when Angry Grandpa gets angry, he is very, very funny. I think he's a hilarious dude. So, um, I really recommend you guys check out Angry Grandpa's channel. Really funny. And uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So, if you have never heard of Angry Grandpa, I recommend you check out his channel. Because for me, it's hard to describe what his channel is like. I'm going to try my best to describe it. It's funny, and he swears a lot, and he gets angry a lot. But when he gets angry, it's funny. So I recommend you definitely check that out when you have the opportunity to do it. Because you're going to laugh your asses off. I can guarantee you that. It's really, really funny. All right? I think you guys are uh, going to like it. Now... My next uh, favorite YouTube channels are fish channels and uh, cooking channels. So I'll start with the fish channels. The first fish channel I like is Mass Aquarium. Now, the creator of the channel, uh, Mass Aquarium, Mike, he is right here in Massachusetts, and he's an outstanding guy. Uh, I watched all his videos. I love his 75-gallon planted aquarium, and I also love his 40-gallon breeder reef aquarium. And in all honesty, his 40-gallon breeder was a huge inspiration for me getting into the saltwater world. I saw his pair of uh, black and white clownfish. I saw his hawkfish. And then I saw those beautiful reefs that he had in that tank. So... He was part of the reason that I got into the saltwater world. He's got a fantastic channel, very knowledgeable guy, and I recommend you guys check him out. Now, if you are not a fish keeper, even if you tune into Mass Aquariums, you're going to learn a lot about the tropical fish keeping hobby. Now, this guy is one of my personal favorites because... Not only is he well-known on YouTube, but I had the pleasure of interviewing him on a podcast. You know, I thought he was going to turn me down because he has over uh, 10,000 subs. I think he has about a million subs now. But I thought he was going to turn me down like the other people who are popular on YouTube. I'm not going to say any names, but once people get over 10,000 subs, they start getting arrogant, cocky. And they think they're better than everyone. But not this person. This person treated me like I was a big-time celebrity. And I am forever thankful for that. So, ladies and gentlemen, my next favorite YouTube channel is Waru Joey, the king of DIY. Now, this guy knows his stuff. He knows his freshwater fish. And he knows how to build do-it-yourself projects, which is a, a huge Turn on for me. I watch that YouTube channel all the time, and uh, it gets me more excited for the fish keeping hobby, and I uh, really enjoy it. Now, 
Um, I've learned a lot about the fish keeping hobby from Waru Joey, and uh, I think he's got the best YouTube channel for the fish keeping hobby in general. Now, he was the most popular fish keeping channel on YouTube. Now, um, he was actually, in 2011, 12, he was the most known YouTube channel until other people started subscribing to these other channels that are now popular. But I think Waru Joey is the best out there because, A, he does not charge people to answer questions. B, he considers everyone as his friend, even if they're just a subscriber to his channel. And C, he takes the time out of his day to answer your questions, which is great. So Waru Joey is a class act. He's got a fantastic channel. All right. So my saltwater go-to guy is CoralFish12G. And that's my go-to saltwater channel. This young man is very knowledgeable at the saltwater hobby. He knows how to put together reef tanks, and he knows how to put together some awesome saltwater aquariums. And did I tell you, I believe he is younger than I am. I think he's only like 18 or 19, and that alone is awesome and commendable. So if you are looking to get your first saltwater aquarium or you want to learn about the saltwater aquarium hobby, please check out Coralfish 12G. All right, and finally, my last favorite YouTube channels are cooking channels. The first one is Bake Like a Pro, where you get some awesome dessert recipes, and they're easy beginner recipes. So if you've never baked a dessert in your life, this is the perfect channel for you. And also, the last one is a fast food and restaurant review YouTube channel known by KBD Productions. And I hope I can get KBD Productions live, live on the American Variety Network. I also want to get Waru Joey on the American Variety Network sometime again. And I also like to get Angry Grandpa and McDurgan Nuggets on American Variety Network. I'd love to get uh, Mike from Mass Aquariums on the American Variety Network as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, those are all of my personal favorite YouTube channels. And uh, I really enjoy all those YouTube channels. Now, I'd like for you to tell me your personal favorite YouTube channel. So please feel free to dial in 1-347-989-8142 and uh, let me know your personal favorite YouTube channel. Oh yeah, there is one more YouTube channel that uh, I watch, but not frequently because it's a uh, uh, pretty good YouTube channel to describe it. It's not great, but it's not terrible either. But I watch Hannah Pro Discus Plus. Now, it ain't the best thing out there, but it's also not the worst thing out there. It's a pretty good channel. So if you're looking for discus information or if you're looking for information on tetras, angelfish, or bristlenose, plecos, or if you're looking for just a laugh, I recommend going to check out Hannah Pro Discus Plus. And by the way, tell him Jesus sent you. Ding, 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 ding. All right, so uh, make sure you guys go check out Hannah Pro Discus Plus as well.
Alright. So those are all my favorite YouTube channels. Now, I'm also on Tumblr, which is a blog website. So if you guys are into Tumblr, uh, you can check me out there. I have an account for the American Variety Network. It's called American Network. So check me out there at tumblr.com forward slash American Network. Hit follow, and you will see all of my posts for the American Variety Network. Also, you guys know this, I'm right here on Blog Talk Radio. So you can follow me on Blog Talk Radio at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. And uh, last but not least, I'm on Google+. And I'm also occasionally on Skype. So that's a great way to start the show. Now, let's get into our information. So now, I want to talk about the different social media sites and the good and bad of them. So I'll start with Facebook. Now, I'll start with the good of Facebook. Now, you can find your friends and family online and chat with them if they live miles away. Now, in my particular case, I chat with my friends and family members who live all the way across the country. Now, luckily for me, I've even met and chatted with and became friends with some of my listeners, a.k.a. Jeremy Stellhorn and... Donovan Barger, and some other wonderful people on Facebook. Matter of fact, that is where I met my partner, Ryan Serini. And by the way, Ryan Serini is going to be my music partner because every show on American Variety Network, I'm going to be playing his music. So that's wonderful. Now, the next good thing about Facebook is Facebook has a variety of things for you to do, unlike other social media sites. Now, you can play games like Wheel of Fortune, post any links, status updates, post photos and pictures, have a nice online chat, and much more. Now, the next good thing about Facebook is virtually everyone has a Facebook nowadays, unless you are socially awkward. There are only two or more people I know who don't have a Facebook. Now, if you don't know about Facebook, or if you don't have a Facebook, in my opinion, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> Just kidding. But Facebook is a popular website, and for a good reason. Now, another good thing about Facebook is you have control over who gets to see your profile and who you decide to connect with. Now, if you friend someone and they are starting to piss you off, one solution, either unfriend or block. By blocking them, they will never, ever be able to find you on Facebook again unless you unblock them. Now, I hate blocking people because every time I do, it usually leads to drama and hurt feelings. Because I got these people contact me on my other Facebook accounts, and some of them even reach out to me on Twitter and even send me an email. The only times I would personally recommend blocking somebody 
is if they are starting to get argumentative with you or to trying to start fights with you or if they're posting all this nonsense that you don't want to hear about in your life, like politics or religious shit or anything of that nature, then you have a right to block them off of your Facebook. Now, if somebody is posting religious stuff and politics stuff constantly, what I do first is I go in my news feed and I right-click the tab and I click hide from my news feed. That way I won't see any of their uh, politic postings or their religious postings anymore. Because if I wanted to learn about politics, I'd go down to City Hall and I'd hear them talk about politics. Or I'd go back to school and go to a college class on politics. When I'm on Facebook, I don't want to hear about politics. And if I wanted to learn about religious stuff, I'd go to church. That's just my personal opinion. And I've unfriended a lot of people on Facebook because numerous times, uh, every time I hide them from their feed and I unfriend them, they send me a friend request again. And I start to feel that they really want me to get really bullshit. And uh, I'm an evil person or anything. I am actually a person that believes in God. I don't want to see that stuff on Facebook. I don't come on Facebook to preach religion. I come on Facebook to chat with my friends. But anyways, we've, we've taken this whole show into left field. Uh, but uh, I have the opportunity to block people and uh, unfollow and unfriend people. They need the opportunity to. Um, but like I said, you can actually unfollow the followers instead of blocking them that way no feelings. So the good thing about Facebook is that you have control over who stays your friend and who goes. Now, another good thing about Facebook is if you have a brand, like a business, a podcast, or a YouTube channel, this is the place to advertise it and get it to grow. Ladies and gentlemen, three years ago, I started my very first podcast called The Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show. And within three years, I log on to the Chef Cornelli Cooking Show account here on Blog Talk Radio, and I see that that account has 90,000 total listens. Wow, that's a lot. And um, I was really thrilled. And I believe Facebook was a huge part of that. Now, I believe that Facebook is also a part of my 35,000 listens right here on the American Variety Network. So I am very excited about that as well. So if you've got a business or a YouTube channel or even a podcast like I do, Facebook is going to help you out. Alrighty, that's all of the, oh, there's one more, I forgot about one. So the last good thing about Facebook is you will be the first to find out about current events on Facebook. Alright, yes, that's right. You're going to be the first to find out about current events on Facebook because you're going to see trending now 
and everyone's going to be commenting on everything that's going on around the world live on Facebook. All right, so that's all the good things to know about Facebook. Let's talk about the bad things of Facebook. First and foremost is spam, spam, and more spam. A ton of spam on Facebook. I mean, you've got people posting fake ads on porn, jewelry, and stuff like that. A lot of spam on Facebook. Now, as I just mentioned a few minutes ago, another bad thing about Facebook is a lot of people post politics and religion. This crap is all over Facebook. If you're into that stuff, good for you. But I've had to unfriend people for constantly posting political and religious stuff on my wall. I mean, for heaven's sakes, if I wanted to learn about religion, I'd go to church. I don't go on Facebook to go to church, and I don't shove my religion down your throat. Don't do that to me. It's really disrespectful if you think about it. If you stop and think about it to yourself, if people are shoving their religion down your throat, it's uh, respecting you as a person. All right. So I know I covered this already, so we're going to move on. The last bad thing about Facebook is the thousands upon thousands of game requests. Yes, that's right. There are thousands of game requests on Facebook. Now, that's fine if you are into the games, but I'm not. But anyways, that's the good and bad of Facebook. Now, I'd like to talk to you about the good and bad of Twitter. Now, I never understood the appeal of Twitter, but am now starting to enjoy it myself, as I use Twitter to gain followers and uh, advertise my shows. And I have to admit, I believe that Twitter is helping me get um, listeners. So I am forever thankful for that. So here we go. The good of Twitter. Now, you can meet and interact with celebrities. But to stop and think about it, if you contact a celebrity, there's no guarantee that the celebrity is actually going to reach out and respond to you because, let's face it, the celebrities are actually very popular people. They're very busy people. So they're not going to take time out of their day to respond to an average show. But it's the awesome celebrities that do it. But there is a chance on Twitter that you can actually meet and interact with celebrities. And I'm hoping that someday I can actually meet someone that's a celebrity and get them here on the American Variety Network. Another good thing about Twitter is that you have short but sweet plugs for your business or anything you need to promote. Twitter is a great place to promote things with 140 or less text, which is great. Now, let's talk about the bad of Twitter. Now, you are limited to only 140 words or characters, meaning your tweets are really short. 
And I really don't understand that. I don't understand how Facebook has unlimited text, but you're only limited to 140 words or characters on Twitter. Now, there's a lot of hackers that use Twitter to get your information. Now, a friend told me this, and I'm not sure how true this is, but it makes me double-think Twitter. You know, my friend the other day said, I don't know why you're using Twitter, Alex. Did you know that there's millions of hackers that go on Twitter just to get your information? And I think it's possibly true uh, because I know that there are websites that pretend to offer you more followers if you enter your Twitter handle. And if you enter your YouTube handle, they'll give you YouTube subscribers and things of that nature. Those are actually scams, and uh, many people fall for that because they want to get more popular on the Internet. Now, the last bad thing about Twitter is it's hard to post pictures, links, and videos due to a short amount of text. So if you're going to post a picture, a link, or a video, you already got to take away 15 characters. So you're limited to like 120 or so text. Or 115 or so texts. So you're really limited to what you can post. But that's the good and bad of Twitter. Now let's talk about the good and bad of the YouTube. Now the good of YouTube is that you can watch videos of any kind and any hobby. Now there's PG-13 videos. There's rated R videos on YouTube. So there's pretty much a video for everyone on YouTube. I watch YouTube to watch fish keeping videos, cooking videos, wrestling videos. Any video I like, I will watch on YouTube. Now, another good thing about YouTube is actually you can create a YouTube channel and upload your own videos and have people see them. So if you ever wanted to have your own TV station, well, lucky for you, Good news for you, you can have a YouTube channel, and you can get followers and subscribers, and soon enough, your YouTube channel will be very popular. Another good thing about uh, YouTube is people can actually comment on your videos. They may leave you constructive criticism. They may leave you positive remarks. They may make you feel happy. But the downside to people leaving comments on your YouTube channel is they can also be trolls, which means they're going to leave nasty comments and be total jerks. Or they're actually going to uh, spam you by giving your viewers a link that's going to crash their computer and install uh, viruses on your computer. But generally, nine times out of ten, a lot of your comments on your video are going to be from your true followers. The last good thing about YouTube is you've got live videos. You can actually live stream on YouTube now. Uh, Ten years ago, in 2005, I would never think of YouTube ever going live and you actually having the ability to do a live stream. That's possible now in 2015, so that's actually a good thing. This year, I've done a couple of YouTube live streams with my friends. Uh, Slash Muscle 1989 and uh, Dakota Network, and they were pretty good. I actually just watched that video the other day, so it's actually a uh, 
really good video. Now, the bad of YouTube. Now, this is one of the things that really is confusing to me on YouTube. It's the fact that there is a dislike button on YouTube. Why in the hell would you put a dislike button on YouTube? I mean, who really cares if a person dislikes your video? I mean, it's stupid, in my opinion. And it's stupid for one reason. Because people can dislike videos, which results usually in teenage punks disliking videos just to troll people. Now, that's just my opinion. But I bet you, if I were to guess, the people who are doing all the dislikes are the kids on Christmas vacation, summer vacation, and the kids that are out of school. It's all the teenage punks that are disliking videos. But I see where YouTube is going with this. Um, they're using the freedom of speech in the United States of America for this. But uh, I see how dislike, dislike videos can lead to bullying. Because if you've got a younger kid making videos and all these teenage punks are disliking this video, the younger kid is going to feel bullied. So I really don't understand why there is a dislike button on YouTube, and hopefully in the future, they'll get rid of that button. However, I can understand if a video is terrible, because if it really is terrible, I will admit, I will hit the dislike button. Um, and if, if the, the person doing the channel or the person doing the video is giving out wrong information, I admit, I hit the dislike button. But I feel bad in doing so. So I wish that YouTube would remove the uh, dislike button so that uh, there would be no more disliking on videos. But like I said, that is just my personal belief. Here's another bad thing about YouTube. I bet you 9 out of 10 people do not know this. Did you know that people can steal your videos off of your YouTube channel and upload it to their channel. Yes, that's right. People do that. People do that in the wrestling video section. They do that in the cooking video section. And any popular TV show, they actually steal that video and post it on their YouTube channel. Now, I'm not going to lie. I do that. But I do it through a safe website that is actually legal to do. But technically... It's not stealing because first I have to get permission from the person that has the video on their channel. I send them an email through that website and then they say yes or no and then I can get the video. But a lot of people will just uh, download something on their computer and they take that URL from that video, put it in their downloader and then automatically download it to an MP4 file that they can upload to their YouTube channel. So be very careful about what you post on YouTube because people can download it and use it against you. So always keep your mind on that. The last bad thing about YouTube is trolls. I've noticed there are many more trolls on YouTube than there are any other site. So be very careful of that. The next social media set we're going to talk about is Google+. Now, I am new to Google+, 
So please bear with me. All right? Now, the good of Google+. The first good thing about Google+, is it's sort of like Facebook, but without all the drama that Facebook has. Now, the next good thing about Google+, is that your posts are seen all over Google, which will get more views for you and get you more famous. The next good thing about Google+, is that people can reshare your post, which gets you more views as well. Now, plus, if you have a YouTube channel, your videos are going to get posted on Google+, automatically, giving you more views, which is great. So, luckily for Google+, I haven't found anything bad about it. All right, let's talk about Skype. The good of Skype. The first good thing about Skype is that you can chat with friends and family members from all around the world online in video chat. So if you are trying to become friends with somebody and you're free to talk over the phone, you can easily talk on Skype. Or you can reconnect with friends and family members. Now, you can record video or uh, voice calls for podcasts, uh, live web TV shows, or things of that nature. Now, I actually sometimes will record a uh, guest interview with my Skype app, and I really enjoy that. Now, the last good thing about Skype is you can record voice messages for soldiers and family members. Really, really good. Now, the bad of Skype. Trolls may get your contact information. So if you've got a troll on Skype, they're actually able to get your contact info, like where you live, your phone number, and everything of that nature. So be very careful what you post on Skype. Now, the next bad thing about Skype is there are contact requests made by trolls pretending to be very sexy and hot woman for the very vulnerable young teenage men. And uh, even some of the older men fall victim to these trolls pretending to be hot, sexy mama woman. But they're actually trolls looking to get information from you. And last but not least, anyone can call you on Skype. And another bad thing I just thought about in my head on Skype is you do not know who is behind that computer screen. It could be a serial killer. It could be a pedophile for all we know. So you got to be careful for what you're dealing with with people on Skype because you really don't know who you're talking to on the computer, on Skype especially. And uh, I really recommend you do not give out personal information on Skype or even on the Internet in general. Do not give out your phone number unless you know the person, or even your home address. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes here. All right, the last social media site we're going to talk about for the good and bad is Craigslist. Now, the good of Craigslist is you can sell things on Craigslist. You can buy things on Craigslist cheaply. And you can sometimes get things much cheaper. The bad of Craigslist is 
You do not know who you are selling to or buying from. It's very dangerous to meet people you don't know, and you might get ripped off. Now, I've told the story several times here on the American Variety Network, but I got ripped off twice from Craigslist, and I got ripped off when I was trying to buy a used 125-gallon aquarium. I was told that it held water perfectly, so I believed it like an idiot. And uh, I actually enjoyed it. It was really, really... Oh, what the hell am I talking about? Sorry about that. I got confused there. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I got chips from Craigslist for a 125-gallon aquarium that um, I was told held water, but it leaked and I got water over the floor, so I lost money there. And then actually uh, I got gypped again for another tank that leaked. So you really don't know if you're getting a good deal or a bad deal. And I apologize for uh, saying I enjoyed it because I was actually reading something in the chat room from one of our listeners. All right. You also might get harmed on Craigslist because you don't know who you are dealing with. That's the bad of Craigslist. Those are all of the popular social media sites, and those are my thoughts on the good and bad of them. So now let's talk about the Internet. Ten years ago, in 2005, the Internet and computers we're becoming more and more popular. Now, here we are in 2015 with Internet now being available, not just on computers and laptops, but it's now available on cell phones, tablets, and such. Now, I remember as a kid, the only way you could get Internet was through AOL and logging on to computers. It's amazing how the Internet has grown over the last 10 years or so, I can only imagine what Internet will be like in the next 10 years. So I'd right now like to discuss the good and bad of the Internet. So we'll start with the good of the Internet. Now, you can use the Internet to research things, and the Internet will help you out and educate you. Research is very important in our lives, and the Internet will help you out. For example, if you are looking for a recipe by using Google, you're searching. For example, if you're looking up particular hobbies, you are researching. For example, if you search history or answers to your maps, you are researching. The key word is research. That helps research like Google. Next good thing about the internet is you can form friendships online via social media sites, forums, and websites. Now, I am a part of two wonderful saltwater aquarium forums. I'm also a part of several social media sites, and I've made a lot of friends on these wonderful sites. Now, 
The uh, next good thing about the Internet is you can actually inter interact with people all over the world. Yes, that's right. You can meet people all over the world on the Internet. Now, last but not least, you can create your own personality on the Internet, whether it's via your own Facebook or your YouTube channel, where you create videos or your own podcast. You can touch people simply by sharing your voice and opinions online. To me, that is what I love the most about the Internet, because you can grow your business online. Now, the bad of the Internet. The first bad thing about the Internet is you do not know who you are talking to or dealing with online. This is extremely important, and you'll see why later on in the show. Next is cyberbullying. This seems to happen to everyone of all ages. It seems as the Internet gets more popular, people's real-life personalities change, and they become nasty versions of themselves online. I've seen people turn on someone and manipulate others to also turn on that person. It is important not to share any information about yourself to anyone because, remember, some people can be evil. Trolls, hacking, and spam are also bad things about the Internet. All right, those are the basic good and bad things about the Internet. Now, let's talk about things you should know about the Internet. The first thing you should know about the Internet is anything you post on the Internet stays. It never goes away, and it never disappears. Even if you delete it, it's going to stay there. So keep that in mind. Now, anything you post on the Internet, for example, a picture is Internet property, meaning anyone can view it or even download it if they wanted to. Keep that in mind. There is a reason why some of your photos may reach Google Images. Think about it. It's Google property now. All right. So this next thing I'm going to say is very controversial. But, hey, they don't call me Mr. Controversy for nothing because I am a controversial person. Nobody does controversy better than me, right? So whatever you do... Do not beg people for money online. This is one thing I've seen happening all over 2015. If you are poor or broke, get a job because no one cares that you're broke. Don't go crying poor on the Internet. No one's going to care because nine times out of ten, everyone else is poor. Now, don't depend on people to pay for your pleasures. Now, what really pissed me off a few weeks ago, I saw people making GoFundMe accounts just so they can go across the country. What the hell kind of shit is that? If that's not using people, I don't know what is. GoFundMe accounts are supposed to be for emergencies and tragedies, not pleasures. Save your own goddamn money. Sometimes I'm broke. 
But do you ever see me begging for money online? No. I went out and got my own money myself when I needed it. So when you're begging for money online, it's taking advantage of the nice people who believe they are helping out when they give money online. Now, I understand sometimes money can be tight. Start asking people for money online. It puts a burden on them, and it makes you rethink if you really are friends. So, the Internet is not the place to be asking for money. Sorry, I have to say this. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. And I know some people are going to be upset and even pissed off. But I'm an American. I'm a hardworking American. And I am entitled to my goddamn friggin' opinion. And I can say what I want on my show anyway. You may say, well, Alex, you are being biased right now. And quite possibly I am. But I was taught to be a man. I was taught if you ever have problems in life, you deal with them yourself. Don't drag other people into them. But anyways, do not beg people for money because you'll create a reputation of being someone who is a moocher and can't afford to buy their own things online. Now, I'm not saying that to embarrass anyone or pick on anyone. I'm just saying that as the truth because it really is embarrassing. You know, there is somebody who has a famous YouTube channel. I'm not going to say any names. It's not a fish keeper, by the way. It's a different hobby. But there is somebody with a famous YouTube channel, and he wanted to go to a auction or a convention or something, and he's got like a million subscribers. So he figured he'd use his subscribers to get to the convention by uh, asking them to donate $50 each because he couldn't afford it. Well, if you could afford to put up uh, expensive videos with expensive video gear, might as well, you could probably afford to go to that convention. But that's just my thought. People are taking advantage of these GoFundMe accounts. They were originally created for tragedies and emergencies. They were created for when someone's house burns down or someone lost a loved one and they can't afford a funeral. They were created for a natural disaster. They are not created for personal pleasure or personal gain. It really pisses me off when I see that. All right? So I really get upset when I see those kind of things. Now, really, it ain't, it ain't any of my business, and I know that, but I'm talking to you, my listeners, as a personal friend, and I know that I would never, ever, ever beg you for any of my money, or for any of your money, excuse me. I would never beg you for any money because I'm not going to lower myself like that. I would never do that to you because it puts a huge burden on you, and I love you, my listeners. So I would never, ever beg you for money. And I wish other people would think that way of their subscribers and of their listeners or, or of their followers online. Because if you think about it, if you're out there begging for money from people who actually support you, 
if I was a supporter and I saw that, if I was supporting a YouTube channel or a radio show, and I saw that uh, they were asking for money, I'd be like, wait a minute. Does he really appreciate or she really appreciates my subscription or does he want me to pay for something? I I would unsubscribe right away. But enough of that. Enough controversy for one show. I don't want to start a fight. I don't want to start a World War III. So I'm going to go ahead and stop talking about it. But please don't uh, try to mooch money from anyone online. So let me clear this up for you if you are confused about what I just said. Now, buying something for someone or giving out money to somebody who is legit broke one time is not begging. I am not talking about that. I am talking about the people who are unknowingly scamming people off the Internet. I'm talking about the people who constantly put up GoFundMe pages for trips or other personal gain and things of that nature. If it's a hobby, I like to think it's personal enjoyment, so you must personally supply it. Anyways, moving on. The next thing you should know about the Internet is do not post personal info online. Things like where you live, never, ever post your address online, and never post anything you don't want anyone to find out. And like I just said, you should never, ever post your financial situation online as well. The next thing you should know about the internet is do not let the internet get to your head. What I mean by this is I've noticed when people get somewhat famous on the internet, whether it be over 10,000 subs on YouTube or whatever, people's attitude change. They get the I'm better than you douchebag attitude and they treat fellow people on the internet like trash. Don't you dare tell me I'm wrong for saying it because it's the damn truth. You know, I don't want to say this, but it's true. So if you ever get popular on the Internet, don't become one of those better-than-you people. All right. The last thing you should know about the Internet is try not to post dirty laundry online. It does no good for you or the person you are fighting with. All right, so what an awesome start to the show. You know, I've been talking for one hour and one minute now, so I think it's time for our intermission. Now, last night on the American Variety Network, Ryan Serini and I announced that the American Variety Network and I were going, American Variety Network and Ryan Serini we're going to be partnering up. In each show, we're going to actually play two of Ryan Serini's rap songs. So tonight, we're going to start that tradition. But first, I want to tell you what's coming up next right after intermission. I'm going to talk about the dangers of the Internet and the past crimes of the Internet. So coming up next is the dangers of the Internet and the past crimes. So... Right now, we're going to hear two songs from Ryan Serini and our infomercials. Tonight, the two songs are going to be Ryan Serini, Better Left Unsaid, and Golden. We'll be right back with more of Your Face Talk Show right after this.
no stone unturned All of my demons, chalk is a lesson learned I revisit these moments, each chapter I'm closing Turn life inside out, my heart's forever open No more running from pain, no more living in shame Every star exposed, every flaw explained I go deeper and darker, share what I'm a part of Till I'm one with the grave, and burden no longer My darkest moment, stripped of all my clothing I got nothing to hide, flaws exposed, spirit broken That's where my head's at Look in the mirror, I think back I reflect on my life, take a deep breath and fall fast Back where it all started, conceived by broken hearted Single mom, foolish ways, using drugs Darker days, was young, but saw it all Birthdays, she blew me off Resentment was second nature, her love, a lost cause I stayed up every night, knowing she ain't coming home Grandma right there by my side, I ain't spent one night alone At six years old I felt like a mistake Tears on my face But I wiped those tears away See I grew up fast Became a man Knew exactly who not to be Their mistakes My blueprint Yeah my past Made me So these moments I hold them Close to my heart They're golden Never forget where I came from I made it out Thank God These are the moments I consider golden These are the moments I consider golden Close to my heart I hold them close to my heart Close to my heart I hold them close to my heart these are the moments I consider golden. These are the moments I consider golden. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. Born in a house of horror, I vow to be different. Nothing like my father, my root of existence. Mean no disrespect, but I can't deny the facts. My mother suffered for years at that man's hands. Beaten and bruised, she hit rock bottom Missed 20 years of my life hitting that fucking bottle <laughs> As for my father, his distance was a blessing He knew he had his issues, stayed away as protection But no excuses, that man was abusive Tell me as a father, left me with this confusion Like what's a man supposed to be? Yeah, tell me what's a man supposed to be? Cause all I've ever seen is pain and infidelity Dark memories from my past spark insecurities Now family secrets are eating me Fears of my girl leaving me Will I end up alone? Shit that's all that I've known And those that love me the most Man we're all poverty stricken Dad in and out of prison Constantly beating on women Crippled by his addiction This shit is hard to envision Suicide by prescription pills So I'll never forget it these are the moments I consider golden. These are the moments I consider golden. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. These are the moments I consider golden. These are the moments I consider golden. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. If I fall, I get up in this life. Don't let up, I'ma fight to the end, man. My life, my past, where I've been, where I'm at, wouldn't change, not a damn thing. Been hit, but still standing, got hurt, but took action, I'll fight till the end, man. Never fold, never cave, found strength in my pain, wouldn't change, not a damn thing. These are the moments I consider golden. These are the moments I consider golden. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. These are the moments I consider golden. These are the moments I consider golden. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. Close to my heart, I hold them close to my heart. 
if I fall, I get up In this life, don't let up I'ma fight to the end, man My life, my past, where I've been Where I'm at, wouldn't change Not a damn thing Been hit, but still standing Got hurt, but took action I'll fight to the end, man Never fold, never cave Found strength in my pain Wouldn't change, not a damn thing like to promote or advertise? Do you want to get some much-needed exposure for your business or your very own Facebook page or even your very own podcast? Well, look no further than Jackie's help and advice for promoting on Facebook. Jackie will help you advertise your goods and help you spread the word. I, Alice Cardinelli, have personally been great friends with Miss Jackie Wilkes, and she has a very kind heart, and she is a very sweet lady, and she will definitely help you grow, like she has helped Alice Cardinelli grow. To advertise and promote your business, or anything you want to advertise, please like and check out the page, Jackie's Help and Advice for Promoting on Facebook. Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network, or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One and hit follow.
While you're here listening to this show on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to check out some of the other great shows Blog Talk Radio has to offer. There are shows for everyone, whether it be sports shows, politics shows, comedy shows, talk shows, and yes, even church religious shows. Become a loyal listener of Blog Talk Radio. Today, blogtalkradio.com. What are you thankful for this year? You know what Alex Cardinale and the American Variety Network are thankful for. You the listeners. That's right, Alex and all of us here at the American Variety Network are so glad you listen to our shows and tune into them. We love you listeners, remember that. The American Variety Network and Alex Cardinale would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and we hope you enjoy some tasty turkey and have a nice meal with your loved ones. Be thankful for what you have and spend time with your loved ones. Happy Thanksgiving all. American Variety Network fans, mark your calendars and get ready to celebrate. Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific. The American Variety Network reaches another milestone as we celebrate our 250th episode. Our 250th episode is going to be filled with plenty of awesome surprises and fun. Here to tell you more about the 250th episode is the host himself, Alex Cardinale. On the 250th episode, there will be three special surprise guests, including one fishkeeping guest who will be broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association 2015 Extravaganza, and two other awesome surprise guests. There will be some awesome comedy clips guaranteed to make you laugh, and last in the past clip, and there will also be a lot of fun. I personally invite you, my listeners, to help me celebrate 250 awesome episodes, as you've been a huge part of my success. So join me live Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern for our 250th episode at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Calling out all you turkeys and turkey lovers, come join the American Variety Network on Thanksgiving Day for a special holiday-themed episode. This will be our very first podcast broadcast live on Thanksgiving Day. Live Thursday, November 26, 2015 at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific, Alex Cardinali will broadcast the American Variety Network for a special Thanksgiving Day morning special. This will be your last chance to ask any last-minute Thanksgiving cooking questions. I'll discuss how to make the perfect Thanksgiving turkey, I'll discuss NFL football on Thanksgiving, and much more. So come spend your Thanksgiving morning with the American Variety Network on Thanksgiving at 11 a.m. Eastern. 
Happy Thanksgiving. Breaking news just into the American Variety Network Studios. On Monday, November 30, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific, Alex is going to share some groundbreaking news and announcements that will shock the American Variety Network and Blog Talk Radio. What is the news? Well, you're going to have to tune in live on Monday, November 30th because no one is going to find out. Suspense is the best. Plus there will also be a special surface guest returning to the American Variety Network for the first time in over a year. So what is the major news? We will find out on November 30th. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to The Right Talk Show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. You can't sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. Welcome back to the In Your Face Talk Show, live right here on the American Variety Network. Tonight, we are talking about social media and the internet. Now, before our wonderful intermission provided to us by Ryan Serini, the wonderful rapper, I discussed all the popular social media sites, and I also told you about the good and bad of each of them, and then I also talked about the internet. Now, right now, I'm getting ready to talk about the dangers of the internet and two unfortunate but popular internet cases featuring two little girls who were kidnapped, molested, and murdered by two child pornographers and pedophiles. So it's going to be a very informative part of the show that hopefully teaches you and your young kids the dangers of the internet. Now, if you'd like to call in and discuss your favorite social media sites or your favorite YouTube channels, please feel free to do so. Again, the call-in number is 1-347-989-8142. All right, so... Right now, let's discuss the dangers of the Internet. Internet danger number one, cyberbullying. Cyberbullying is bullying that takes place online. Now, it usually uh, is done through electronic technology, and that includes devices and equipment such as cell phones, computers, tablets, as well as communication tools, including social media sites, text messages, chat, and websites. Now, examples of 
cyberbullying include mean text messages or emails, rumors sent by email or posted on social networking sites, and embarrassing pictures, videos, websites, or fake profiles. Cell phones and computers themselves are not to blame for cyberbullying. Social media sites can be used for positive activities like connecting kids or adults with friends and family, helping students with school, and for entertainment. But these tools can also be used to help and hurt other people. Whether done in person or through technology, the effects of bullying are similar. People who are cyberbullied are more likely to use alcohol and drugs, skip school or work, experience in-person bullying, be willing to attend school or go to work, receive poor grades or do poorly at work, have lower self-esteem, have more health problems. Internet danger number two, sexual predators, a.k.a. what I like to call them, pedophiles. The online world opens up the door for trusting young people to interact with virtual strangers, even people they'd normally cross the street to avoid in real life. About one in seven kids have been sexually solicited online, says John Sheehan, Cyber Tip Line Program Manager for the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children in Alexandria, Virginia. Now, while sexual predators have targeted children in chat rooms, they migrate to wherever young people go online, Chien says. These could be sites like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Periscope, and now Skype. More predators are now scoring social networking sites, such as Facebook and Twitter, as I just said, because these sites have centralized so much information. A child's profile typically includes photos, personal interests, and blogs. Now, predators may take on fake identities and feign interests in a child's favorite bands, TV shows, video games, or hobbies. They may also agree to pay for something for a children or a child, or they may actually uh, plan something to do with the child. They come across to the children as their new best friend. They're going to have the same likes and dislikes, all into gain friendship with this child. It's quite crafty what these pedophiles will go through. Internet danger number four, damaged reputations. Camera phones, digital cameras, and webcams are everywhere these days, and kids can be victims of their own inexperience with new technology. Many post pictures, videos, or notes online that they will later regret. Think before you post, because once you post something online, it's going to be up there forever. 
Remember that when you want to get a five-star job at a five-star hotel or restaurant because your internet life could affect you. Now, a child's online reputation is a growing concern with the rise of online social networking and profile websites going up, so ain't social bullying. Many teenage girls put up provocative photos of themselves. Why? Because people believe it's a game of one-upmanship. Kids are trying to look cool. They're doing it because everyone else is doing it. A girl will see a picture and say, oh, I can top that. And before you know it, she's a half-naked girl on the Internet for everyone to see. So those are the dangers of online. So you have to be careful what you post online because everybody can see things that are posted online. Now let's talk about some famous Internet crimes that have taken place, unfortunately. And uh, the first Internet crime I want to talk to you guys about is the story of young Casey Woody, who fell in love with who she thought was a young teenager named Dave, but he turned out to be a 47-year-old pedophile. Now, Casey was a 13-year-old little girl that lived in a small rural area in Faulkner County, Arkansas. Casey was a 7th grade student at Green Brewer Middle School, where she was an honor student. Casey's mother was killed in an automobile accident in 1997 when Casey was only seven years old. Now, Casey lived with her father, Rick, and one of her brothers, 19-year-old Tim Woody. On December 3rd, 2002, Casey was at home alone while her father, a police officer for the city of Greenbrier, was at work and her brother had gone to the college library to do some research. Tim returned to the home to find Casey missing. Tim and his father knew that Casey would never leave the home without first contacting them so they expected foul play from the beginning. The Woodies involved law enforcement immediately, a massive investigation involving the Arkansas State Police, FBI, and every law enforcement agency in Falkner County led to the fact that Casey was abducted by an Internet predator. The predator was posing as a 17-year-old teenager from California, but was in fact a 47-year-old man from the San Diego area. Law enforcement moved quickly and did everything they could to bring Casey home safely. But in less than 20 hours, they had a suspect, a suspect vehicle, and had located the predator and Casey. Casey was found in a van located inside a mini storage building in Conway, Arkansas. Casey had been shot in the head, and her abductor shot himself when law enforcement officers arrived on the scene. 
Casey was abducted and murdered by an internet predator, someone that Casey thought was her friend. So, like I said, it's important to be careful who chat with online because sometimes people aren't who they say they are. Folks, internet predators are hiding behind your computer screen right now, waiting for their next victim. So, my advice to parents out there, if you have children on computers, monitor who they're talking to and make sure that they are not going on groups or chat room messages because it's a dangerous world out there. Now, it's very sad that Casey Woody ended up learning this the hard way. Casey was every father's dream child. She was a great student and a model, a model child. Casey loved music, poetry, and loved to ride on the back of my motorcycle. Casey was a friend to all. She loved to help people. If she could find someone with a, without a friend, she would make a friend out of them. Casey was fascinated with angels. She wrote a poem that was published by the Society for Young Poets titled, I Am an Angel. So that was our first of two stories of Internet Danger. But I think we have a caller here on the show. I see another caller in the studio. Hi, you're now live on the Interface Talk Show, and uh, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, what's up, man? I was just calling in and listening to the show. What's, you know? Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, mute, I'll mute you and you can enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Awesome. So uh, let's go ahead and get to the second story that I have for you tonight. Now, this is the sad story of Christina Long, a 13-year-old girl who was raped and killed by talking to too many people in a chat room. Very, very sad. Now, this is, these, these stories are kind of sad for uh, me to discuss because uh, considering 10 years ago I was around this age. But anyways, a 13-year-old girl was sexually assaulted and strangled to death by a 25-year-old illegal alien online predator. Predator, I mean, excuse me. By all accounts, Christina was a sweet, well-adjusted sixth grader. She lived with her aunt, Shelley Reeling, in Greenwich, Connecticut, and attended classes at St. Peter's Catholic School, where she was an honor student, altar girl, and head cheerleader. So she had a lot going for her before the time of her death. Shelley had custody of Christina as a result of her parents' bitter divorce in the fall of 2001. She had been living with her father until her mother moved away to Utah. Apparently, both parents had a history of substance abuse problems. In the spring of 2002, friends in Christina's neighborhood noticed her absence from their usual after-school activities and games. Christina had begun to spend time alone in her bedroom with her computer, talking to men twice her age in internet chat rooms. When Christina went looking for attention from men via encounters on the web, she was possibly reacting to her parents' divorce, her mother's recent absence 
for her life and her move to Greenwich to live with her aunt, which is very tragic and sad. She was too young and naive to consider the possible consequences of her risky behavior. And unfortunately, in this sick world, someone was waiting to take advantage of this child's confusion. Christina was lured to an encounter with an internet predator who fettered her and promised her presence, knowing she was a minor. He had a screen name of Hot ES300, a Lexus car model. His real name was Saul Del Rios, and he was a 25-year-old illegal alien sexual predator from Brazil. He found 13-year-old Christina while servicing sites in hopes of seducing underage girls to satisfy his sick perversion. Those Rios arranged meetings with Christina, and they were all sexual in nature, unfortunately. Friday nights were the only nights of the week Christina was unsupervised. She would go to the Danbury Mall with friends and her aunt, Sheila Ryling, would pick her up at 9 p.m. sharp every time. But on Friday night, May 17, 2002, she could not find Christina. Police discovered Saul Dos Reyes, an illegal alien from Brazil, through emails he sent to Christina, talking about their sexual encounter one week prior and their plans to meet the Friday of her disappearance. He asked Christina via email, for provocative pictures to show off to his friends. As an alibi for the night of May 17th, Dos Rios sent a long email to Christina saying how sorry he was they could not meet, but that he would see her again. Under questioning by police, he said that they did meet in fact, but he had taken Christina back to the mall and dropped her off. In the end, Das Rios confessed to strangling Christina after having sex with her in his car in the parking lot of the mall. He claimed her death was accidental. He also said he attempted CPR. Dos Rios did not call 911, nor did he summon assistance from anyone in the area. Das Rios led police to the secluded area where he dumped Christina's lifeless body face up in a creek 25 miles away, in a remote ravine on the way to his home in New York. He had been driving around for an hour with a dead girl in his car. How sad. Christina's family, friends, classmates, and members of the faculty at St. Peter's were devastated by her death and shocked by the unfortunate circumstances surrounding it. Well, very, very sad uh, case here. Now, Christina's internet life was unknown to her aunt, who should have been monitoring her online use in the first place, but she would periodically check to see who Christina was communicating with online and could always identify the friends she knew from school. But her aunt felt she was safer at home under her supervision than out playing with friends. When she examined what Christina was actually doing online, she was stunned. In an interview with Mary Jane McKay of CBS News, 
Reeling said, I realized she was talking to strangers, not kids from school. The discovery led her to more shocking descriptions of an active sex life about which Reeling had no idea. There was no way of knowing if Christina was simply fantasizing or if the encounters described in emails were actually true and factual. So this is a very, very, very sad case. So, folks, now you realize the danger of the Internet. So I want you to go home tonight, and I want you to talk to your kids and tell them not to talk to strangers online. Talk to only friends and families. Ladies and gentlemen, these two cases are proof that there are pedophiles out there on the Internet. They could be anyone you are least expecting, but they're out there. So keep that in mind because you never know who is a pedophile. And you never know who is someone that is out there to do harm. So always keep that in mind. All right, guys, we've reached the end of another awesome show here on the American Variety Network and the Interface Talk Show. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show. I had a lot of fun on this show. Uh, I've been the controversial Alex Cardinelli. You know what? I love being controversial. It's uh, a lot of fun for me. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Special shout-out to that caller who called in to listen. I want to say thank you very much for calling in and uh, taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. Special shout out to all of my listeners for taking the time to listen to today's show. So before I go off the air, I've got a couple of special announcements I would like to make on tonight's show. The first announcement is Mondays are no longer going to be broadcast live at 9 p.m. Eastern. Mondays on the American Variety Network are going to rotate between 6 p.m. Eastern one Monday and 1 p.m. in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time the next afternoon. The reason for that is because Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern, I have been scheduled to do podcast meetings. So I won't be able to host the show. But these meetings are going to help me better myself as a podcaster. And it's also going to be bingo there as well. So that's going to be great. A local club for local podcasters, so I'm very excited about that. So Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Eastern are going to be our new show times for Mondays. This week we've got an action-packed week coming your way for the American Variety Network. Tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern is my last in-your-face talk show for this week. And tomorrow I'm going to be more serious, and I'm going to be talking about guns and gun controls. I'll talk about the recent shootings that led to the controversy of owning guns. That's tomorrow, October, or excuse me, tomorrow, November 10th at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday, October 11th, Primetime Baking returns for the first time in weeks. And on tomorrow's episode of Primetime Baking, I'm going to talk about pies and pie recipes on Wednesday, November 11th at 9 p.m. Thursday, November 12th, we'll do our third episode of Aquarium Talk, the podcast, and we'll talk about buying new fish, acclimating new fish, 
And we'll also talk about um, good beginner fish for beginners. We've got Friday the 13th off, Saturday, Saturday November 15th, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern, my next saltwater show. And I'll be talking about diamond gobies, my personal favorite fish. And, of course, Sunday, uh, November 15th, at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Chef Cornelia Cooking Show is back after a few weeks. And I'll be talking about Italian food recipes. And we also have our 250th episode coming up on November 21st. We've got three special surprise guests and much more. So make sure you join me for my 250th episode on November 21st. Now, can you believe that uh, tonight was our 240th episode? We are only 10 episodes away from our 250th episode. And you guys know that I am now officially partnered up with Ryan Serene, the rapper, and I'll be playing all of his songs live here on America's Writing Network during my intermission and during my outro. I'm going to be using one of his songs as my uh, outro, so please be prepared for that. All right? So, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for us tonight here on the American Variety Network. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in for this wonderful show here on the American Variety Network. I'd like for you to follow me on Facebook, American Variety Network. Check out my Tumblr page and all my social media pages. This was brought to you by the American Variety Network, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Please check out all my other shows and follow me here on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Until next time, I appreciate your listens, and thank you for listening to the American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Alice Cardinelli, and thank you for listening. Hey, man. I just, I really want to take the time to, to say that after everything we've seen, everything that happened, everything we overcame, <laughs> it feels pretty damn good to say we made it out, man. So, this shots to us. Back in 06 is when I felt this. It was Hollywood a bus with this music. So I did what I had to do. Left North Avenue, hit LU with a whole new attitude. And I still catch heat for it. You would have thought I left the Bulls like Mike Jordan. But I never turn my back on the team, yo. Cause I know in my heart I ain't get here alone. It all started at the park, we was 30 deep. Baseball all day kept us off the streets. We played till midnight under tennis court lights. That's how we spent our summers, it was the way of life. Then life happened, in came distractions. Getting high and chasing tails, way more attractive. Not many survived, but we were up against. So this shot here is to all of us left. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey! Keep on bringing them shots away. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us. This shot's to us. One shot, two shot, three shot. Hey! Keep on bringing them shots away. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us. This shot's to us. I 
remember when we didn't fear anything And we could be anything, chase any dream Money didn't matter, we had everything Too young to see how much our fam was struggling We were oblivious, hopeful and innocent Cause back then we weren't judged for our differences Broke at home, a picket fence, we could care less And no one gave a fuck what the pay sub said We tried more to get laid than to graduate And we ain't no section 8 back in them days Some of us ended up with brick houses Cocaine addictions, friends evicted 12-step programs, dads in rehab Moms in the house trying not to relapse It was an uphill battle each and every day Motivated by the pain we're on our way One shot, two shot, three shot, ayy Keep on bringing them shots our way We made it out and now we celebrate This shot's to us No doubt about it And now the day goes by We don't talk about it Back when we were kids Who thought it'd come to this Music and sports Are only two outlets The little we had We fought to protect it Work on our craft all night Till we perfect it It's not a question Success is a must Don't be jealous of us We never had much Kicking it in them basements For ages Conversating Praying that we make it Remember each fist fight And every black eye Anything for the team Man ride or die Pushing carts at Walmart But we had heart We were saying like heroes With street smarts People wrote us off our whole lives And here we are still at it Making headlines One shot, two shot, three shot Hey, Keep on bringing them shots away We made it out And now we celebrate That's all, folks. 